This is the Whole Mind Podcast. We are three therapists who love Jesus and want to encourage and educate you about the mind. We are Grace, Wendy, and Candace. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Whole Mind Podcast. We're so excited that you are listening with us here. It's a really rainy Friday. I hope it's sunny wherever you are. (laughs) So today we are talking about boundaries and we're really excited to get back into this topic with you Mm -hmm. a couple of um, podcast episodes ago we did part one and we promised to do part two so here is part two we're going to be covering a bit more about relational boundaries physical and sexual boundaries as well as spiritual and religious boundaries Mm -hmm. so we hope it's really impactful and helpful for all of you out there So the first one, I think we want to go over relational boundaries, um, and we're going to let Candace take that one. Yeah, so relational boundaries really impact the way that we function in our relationships. So relationships are like family, friends, even at work, basically any person that you talk to. Mm -hmm. And I always like to remind people that we have boundaries because we want to be in relationship. Mm -hmm. Without boundaries, um, it's kind of hard to have healthy relationships. We need to be able to communicate our needs and expectations to other people, and we also need to be able to accept the needs and expectations of other people. Yeah, That reminds me of one of the myths that we talked about in our last episode. Mm-hmm. One of the myths of boundaries is that it's like mean and selfish and yeah. um, kind of like doesn't help relationships. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think this addresses that really well that, you know, the, the reality is, the truth is that boundaries are necessary yeah. to be in a relationship. Yeah, to make things like thrive and survive and mm-hmm. maintain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So we have a couple of tips here for healthy relational boundaries. This is not an exhaustive list, um, but this is a really great place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, identify any unhealthy roles you may have played. So there are a couple of roles that we talk about in therapy. So one would be the perpetrator, mm-hmm. another would be the rescuer, and the last one would be the victim. I believe it's just those three. Right, right. and you can yeah, kind of so. find like shades of those mm-hmm. in, in all of them, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so identify where you might be falling currently in your relationships. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah. Those three? Sure. So a story that I learned in the book I'm using to study for the National Counselor's Exam goes through an interaction between a husband and his wife where he moves through being the aggressor and then the hero and then the victim. So Mm. he starts out actually hitting his wife as the perpetrator, as the aggressor. And then he comes up and he gives her a hug and says, oh, I'm so sorry, are you okay? So then he moves into the rescuer, the hero role. Mm -hmm. And then he says, oh, I've been so stressed out, life is so difficult for me. And he moves into the victim role. So Mm -hmm. that kind of shows that you can oscillate through Mm -hmm. all three. It usually, I don't think, happens all in one shot. No, but (laughs) it's pretty, like, you know, drastic story, but it gets Mm -hmm. the point across, right? It gets the point across that you can move from state to state And that's how um, a lot of relationships can look, especially Mm -hmm. without boundaries. Yeah, yeah. And I think I see rescuer role a lot for those who struggle with boundaries. And that doesn't mean the other roles don't struggle with boundaries. Mm -hmm. But, like, I see that it's just tough to set boundaries with Mm -hmm. rescuer role, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because rescuers often want to help everyone and Mm kind of get in everyone's business and make everything okay for everyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and yeah what do you think is like the underlying belief for a rescuer wendy possibly is it like a savior mentality maybe mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's up to me to save you yeah wow. yeah that's the first thing that came to mind yeah i think that sounds accurate yeah like without me like what will happen to you what will happen to mm-hmm. everyone else yeah mm-hmm. no one yeah. else will do it it's mm-hmm. my job to make sure you're okay yeah 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 so if you find yourself thinking that or find yourself in one of those roles we talked about mm-hmm. um it's good to identify where that's been unhealthy and unhelpful for you yeah but yeah i feel like another um theme that I see sometimes with people that fall into the rescuer role is a belief that I'm not lovable, so I'm going to settle for being useful. Wow, yeah. Um, And that's always just like, it's hard, of course it's hard to see, especially as a counselor, um, but it's this, it's this just deep-rooted belief that like, I'm not lovable, I'm not worthy of love, but maybe if I can make life easier or better Mm -hmm. for other people, then then I can still stick around um, in their lives. Then I have worth. Mm -hmm. I have a purpose in being here. I'm not good enough unless I'm doing all of this stuff for other people. And then maybe they'll love me and be connected to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, that's quite a dog chasing its tail. Absolutely. (laughs) Not getting anywhere. Yes. No. Candice, what else do you have for us as far as relational boundaries? Yeah, so you need to know what you are responsible for and what you are not responsible for and have boundaries that reflect that. I really can't stress that one mm-hmm. enough. It is That's really important. It is so, yeah. so important to know what your responsibilities are in your relationships. And then the next one we have here is when there's disrespect or harshness or abuse, there needs to be a really set, firm boundary. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when we think of um, harshness or abuse, we think of physical abuse being hit. That's sort of a very clear, obvious thing. However, there's such thing as being verbally mistreated or Mm -hmm. emotionally mistreated Mm -hmm. as well. And when you notice that in your life, firm boundaries are super, super necessary. Absolutely. And then lastly, I always encourage um, people to define what a healthy friend, a healthy spouse, a healthy employee, or just a healthy relationship role looks like. What's healthy, what's appropriate, Mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah, Yeah. and when you're able to define what that looks like, then you can define um, realistic expectations and realistic boundaries in your relationships. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's really good. I love that you said that too, because a lot of times there's so much confusion in in these unhealthy roles Mm -hmm. and and maybe unhealthy dynamics in your relationships that it's like, I don't even know Mm. what a healthy relationship looks like. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to operate in that. So like spending time like defining that and creating that for a client, I think that sounds sounds really good, Candice. Candice, I'm gonna kind of throw this on you, but do you have any examples of relational boundaries? Like the words that someone would say to set a relational boundary? Well, actually, I have one. Um, I have said to some uh, family member in my life that, um, and this is really hard, this is like a gut punch to our people pleasers, recovering people pleasers. This was hard for me to say. But I said that I cannot fill your emotional needs. I have to leave now. Mm-hmm. That was a relational boundary for me. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You cannot be responsible for anybody else's emotions. Mm -hmm. And when it crossed the line of what was appropriate and healthy for that relationship, I I had to say that I had to leave Mm because I could either take them venting to me or I could leave 
and I could communicate that and I could leave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good example. That's good. Yeah. And venting, I will just clarify, it wasn't that it was like one of my two-way street relationships. It was a very unhealthy uh, one-way street relationship. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I needed to step out of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Because if boundary. I had a good friend that was venting to me, it would be very different. Yeah. Right? Because there's give and take there. Mm -hmm. But in this sense, it was a relationship that needed a boundary. Yeah. Because you could not receive from that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yep. you stated it clearly and concisely and firmly. Yeah. And then left and physically left. Yeah. And I felt a little bit of sweatiness by setting that boundary because it was, it was very direct, mm -hmm. but it needed to be done. Yeah. And in the end, it allowed you to care for yourself and that relationship better. Exactly. Because I want to maintain that specific relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Grace. Yeah. That yeah. was a good example. Yeah. Well, so... On to moving to physical and sexual boundaries. Um, Wendy, do you want to share about that? Sure. The idea of physical and sexual boundaries refer to your physical space, your body, your physical body, and touch, whether it's sexual touch or non-sexual touch. Mm -hmm. It refers to how far we are willing to take what we do sexually or physically. So... This could pertain to a lot of different scenarios mm -hmm. in a relationship, in a uh, marriage relationship. It could, or dating, just any relationship. Mm -hmm. It could be, I am not okay with you touching me there mm -hmm. right now. I mm -hmm. do not feel comfortable with that. Please stop. With sex, it could be, that is painful, mm -hmm. um, unnaturally yeah. painful. Yeah. Uh, please stop doing that. I am not emotionally comfortable with what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a multitude of things that we could go over with this, but yeah. it could be someone, maybe one partner wants to introduce someone else or something else yeah. into the bedroom that the other partner is not okay with. And I believe that um, in sex, things need to be consensual mm -hmm. and... And clearly defined. Monogamous, mm -hmm. defined. Yeah. And scriptural. Yeah, yeah. And as long as... <laughs> Outside of those, okay, I'm, I'm getting into sex too much here. But <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> what did um, you guys talk to, about today? <laughs> we talked about S-E-X. <laughs> I'm sure that'll come up in a later episode at some point. Yeah. I'm sure it will. Right, but we believe what the Bible says about sex and what yeah. it's designed for. But yeah. it, being therapists, we know we work with a whole gambit of things. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. So within that context, if um, you were not comfortable with something, set a boundary mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. yeah physically it could look like uh, a co-worker or a friend wants to give you a hug or um often maybe just touches your shoulder maybe it's nothing abusive or overt but it's something that you are not comfortable with yeah mm -hmm. you can set a boundary and to say hey i really appreciate our our friendship and our relationship um i'm just not comfortable with physical touch if mm -hmm. you can keep that in mind i would really appreciate that and that would be a way you could respect me yeah mm -hmm. absolutely i have a little quick story about that go ahead actually it's in the therapy setting um but i had someone who uh, asked me if they could give me a hug and um i i made a panic decision i do that sometimes <laughs> and mm -hmm. i just kind of went in the moment i was like yeah sure and then after they left the office, my office, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not comfortable with hugs. Mm -hmm. Like, and I don't do that with clients. Like I rarely ever do hugs with clients. Mm -hmm. If I feel like maybe God's putting it on my heart and I ask them and they're comfortable with it, maybe. A therapeutic hug. It's a therapeutic hug. And yeah. it's short and it's, it's 
it's not a real hug, you know, it's a yeah. therapeutic hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so I was like mulling this over and I was like, oh, dang it. Now I have to communicate this boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, instead of just going with what I originally said, the mm-hmm. next time I saw them, I said, hey, this is kind of embarrassing for me. Um, but I just want to let you know that I made a panic decision when I said that and I normally don't hug clients and they were so respectful about mm-hmm. it and they were so like, yeah, I totally get that and um, I understand. And I was like, oh, okay, that, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I needed to do that for me regardless of the outcome. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I think it humanizes you in mm-hmm. the office. You aren't just like, yeah, everything's great all the time. <laughs> like you have human reactions too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm not just like a robot sitting in a chair. <laughs> I would imagine that a client would feel respected by you setting that boundary. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that was like the tone. There's like an appreciation for that. Yeah. yeah. You care enough to be honest with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Physical and sexual boundaries are about body respect. Mm-hmm. And I like this idea of body respect instead of, um, what might that take the place of? Hmm. Sa- body safety. Body I don't know. Safety, yeah. Like, like, yeah. I like we respect because that's like personal to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We often talk about safety, especially with young kids. Mm-hmm. Um, privacy, body safety. You know, this is a uh, safe touch. This is not safe touch. Things like that. But the term re- body respect, I think, brings another layer, another level of this is. Yeah, like Grace said, it's personal to you. Mm-hmm. You're owning it. It's about respecting who you are and your body. It's not just about keeping it safe. That's mm-hmm. a part of respect. You know, safety comes out of respect. Right. But it's deeper than that. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I want you to respect me and my body, and I'm going to say no because this does not feel respectful yeah. to me. Yeah. And then, like you said, like I said earlier, and you kind of mentioned, is then if you're not comfortable with a hand on the shoulder or a mm-hmm. hug, a side hug, then that's not what feels respectful to you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the important part to to be aware of, what feels respectful for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a good practical guide for like developing physical and sexual boundaries might be creating touch circles is like a weird way to say it. <laughs> so I need to just develop another term for uh, it. It works. <laughs> it works. Almost creating like different circles of what you are mm. okay with. So like the inner circle might be like family or closest mm. friends. Like you're comfortable with like a hug or a kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. But at work you might just be okay with a handshake. That would be one circle out from that. Yeah. And then one circle out from that might be strangers. You might not be okay with them touching mm-hmm. you at all or maybe just a high five or something An like that. An elbow touch post <laughs> Post pandemic. Post pandemic, yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> are fist bumps like not allowed? I don't know. I, I think they are because like you're just touching your knuckles. Well, like. I had someone give me <laughs> a handshake. <laughs> I had someone give me a handshake. Um, in the, uh, it was an intake a couple weeks ago, and I was like, yeah, I haven't done a handshake in so long. Oh, it was really weird. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But I wasn't uncomfortable with it. I just yeah. was like, oh, mm-hmm. I just hadn't done that forever. And then you go lick your hand. <laughs> and I was like, give me all the hand sanitizer. I don't know how to handle myself now. <laughs> Handshakes? What are those? I know. Touch has really changed post or yeah. I guess during yeah. COVID. Um, yeah, we don't know really where we're at. We really COVID. don't know. But yeah, it's Limbo defining, land. Yeah. Defining um, what you're comfortable with with different groups of people can be really helpful in developing your um, physical boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot That's too. Good. Well, I have a quick, like, personal question for you guys. Um, mm. What are things that you guys are comfortable with touch? Like, like just 
random work relationship or like friendship or mm -hmm. I can share a little bit first while you guys mull that over. Yeah. Um, I really don't enjoy touch that much unless it's from Derek. Like I, I'm not a huge like huggy person. And if I am, it's like really selective. Mm. Um, so like some of my friends who like really love touch, if I'm sharing something emotional, they'll like put their arm around me or they'll uh, hold my hand. And I'll be like, I don't really feel comforted by that. Cause that I don't, almost shuts you down. Yeah, because mm. I don't really enjoy that. And truthfully, Derek, my husband um, is the only one that I'm like really comfortable with that mm -hmm. with. And there's like no great reason, but like it just, for me, it's, it's not a huge love language. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's a factor, but yeah. I think for me, before I was married, I was much more open to touch from my friends, my other female friends, mm -hmm. um, whether it's hugs or that kind of arm around me if I'm mm -hmm. sharing something or, you know, hand on leg or whatever. Um, I was more comfortable with that. But since getting married, I have moved away from that into like, yeah, same yeah. thing. Like, Phil, I, I need you to come yeah. put your arm around me, yeah. hug me, hold me, whatever, if I'm sharing something with him. But now, workplace, like, mm. to me, like, high fives feel really awkward. Yeah. It's not so much <laughs> it's like, like you're youth I, group again. Yeah. High hey. <laughs> it's not so much that I don't like that physical touch. It just feels more awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah, workplace, like, hugs. Um, I don't mind you know, if someone, like, it's like a like um, one of our employees, Marcy. Can I mention her? Yeah. Sometimes yeah, she'll put Marcy. her like hand here and she'll do that if she yeah. sees me. And on, that's on her shoulder. On, on yeah, shoulder. on my shoulder, and she'll just kind of do a little like yeah, little rub. she does. And it's really nice. Like yes. that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. And it's uh, I think it's nice and like I don't know. She's like a little mama <laughs> to maybe all of us it here. Depends, for me, maybe it depends on who it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because if someone like Marcy did that to me, I'd, yeah, it'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah Marcy. <laughs> oh, she's just Marcy. the sweetest. She's so sweet. She's really sweet. We love Marcy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that would be a comforting, like, hand on shoulder kind of thing. But some other people, and I don't, I can't think of anyone now. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'd head, be but less comfortable with, like, a guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's where I think I would draw the line. Like, it would be really weird if, like, Dan or Ben came <laughs> up and yeah. like, started, like, touching my shoulder. Like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Um, but that's, yeah, I think that kind of sums up family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hug family, um, parents, in-laws. Yeah. Things like that. But yeah. what about you, Candace? Yeah. Um, I am also not a very touchy person. Like I'm mostly just comfortable mm -hmm. with like touch from my husband, Caleb. Um, I hug close friends, but not even like all of the time. Mm -hmm. I've just never really been a super, um, touchy person it's funny though my mother-in-law is like very touchy <laughs> so it's been it's been a growing process for me of like learning what I am and I'm not comfortable mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. with her and like we've come to like a really really good agreement we're yeah. like we're kind of from opposite sides of the spectrum yeah but like now we've come to the middle of okay I'm okay with one long hug <laughs> when we come together and one long hug when we're saying goodbye <laughs> and, that's it. and that's it that's a good yeah. compromise yeah that's yeah. good mm -hmm. and it's not about anything personal it's just what each person is coming from yeah know, their own things that are like comfortable mm -hmm. yeah as I'm thinking about it so like the more the more you guys talk the more I like formulate my thoughts too right but as I'm thinking about it I think for me it depends on the other person's my relationship with them and where 
they are coming from. Mm -hmm. So if they're a mm -hmm. huggy person because that's one of their love light, that's how they show love, mm -hmm. I think it's much easier for me to receive that physical touch. Um, but if it's more of a, I don't want to say like, like maybe obligation. Yeah. yeah. Obligation like if they feel, if they feel like they're like now is when you hug. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that just feels much more. And awkward. go hug. <laughs> it's go. my time. <laughs> no, I think that's a really good way to put yeah. it. Like with my mother-in-law, like I know how much she loves me. Like I know she's yeah. hugging me because like this is how she shows yeah. affection. But if it was just like a random person off the street, it's like ah, get away from me. I love when random people off the street hug me though. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's when yeah. Does that happen to you often? <laughs> Candace is getting hugs from all like oh, just no. everyone comes up to her. Oh, hey, can I have a hug? I don't know you, but I feel like I should hug you right now. Actually, true no. story. I know, no. true story. Stop. So oh, I grew God. up in New Jersey, so I went into the city, New York City, a lot. And I remember I was walking through the city with my friends. I'm not even sure if they'd remember this, but there was this guy holding a free hug sign, oh. and he spotted us, and he like followed us for a couple of <gasps> feet. Eyes locked. I'm not sure if I've ever been so scared in my entire life. No. But that's my scary stranger hug story. Oh my God. If you're giving free hugs, don't pursue don't people. follow people. Don't stalk people. You stay I stationary. Know. You close <laughs> your eyes. You put your arms out and let people come up and hug you. You don't chase them. I will say oh that that sounds really sketchy. It was that's like terrifying. Awful. I mean, if you're going to go into the city, you have to be ready for uh, anything. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. Because you have a pepper naked spray cowboy on at once. I should have. Okay. I should have had pepper spray. But like, they had like a naked cowboy yeah. at one point and that's just, weird, just like yeah. random stuff in New York. Oh, anyway. yeah. She's not actually naked. He's, no, he's not actually he's wearing a Speedo. Right. I never understood that. Like, he's still the naked he's cowboy, and I'm like, like, I see this at the beach every day. Like, this yeah. isn't naked. I know. Well, you see I guess people in Speedos every day at the beach. Every day. At the beach, yeah. <laughs> or even, like, I was just in the I mean, yeah, in the public, and, like, true. they wear Speedos, and it's, like, normal. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, I was gonna <laughs> Where say were something. We? The free hug thing freaks me out though, but I think that's yeah. just because I'm so not touchy. I'm like, what? No, no, no uh, I'm not gonna hug a random person. Working, after working with sexual addiction so much, mm. I'm like, whoa, what are you getting yeah. out of this? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, if your heart isn't pure and your intent is just to bless people, go for it. Yeah. I love it, whatever. But I am way too skeptical about things. Well, like that's that hard now. for I us not to have that filter yeah. because of what we work with. Yeah, but, yeah. we've seen too much. Anyways, so we digress. Physical and sexual <laughs> boundaries. Yeah, <laughs> know what you are and are not okay with with mm -hmm. people in the different circles of your life, and if you need to speak up and set a boundary with someone so that you don't feel violated over and over again by them, do that. Yeah. And sexually, if you are not okay with sexual touch, um, not okay with. Um, something your your spouse might be asking you to do or say even mm -hmm. um, during sex, you know, speak up and say something and set that boundary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. your body is worthy of respect and you are worthy of being respected. Absolutely. Yes. And sometimes yes. you're the only one who can stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because other people might not, so. Right. Well, and some people can't read your mind, too. That's true. Some people can't. Most people can. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like pretty gifted in mind reading, <laughs> as Derek would say. Got those mind reading glasses on. <laughs> I do right now. She can see straight through us. <laughs> Just kidding. I can't actually do that. Oh, um, right. yeah. Hey, Grace, tell us about spiritual boundaries. Mm -hmm. What are they? We kind of touched on this, but we didn't really explain it in the mm -hmm. first one. So we wanted to go over this a little more today. 
Um, but just talking about what it refers to is it refers to when spiritual religious beliefs or convictions are not respected or they're met with harshness. Um, this is not similar to when our beliefs get challenged, right? We're supposed to grow in our faith and sometimes mm -hmm. we need to be challenged. But there's a difference between being challenged and being disrespected and being met with harshness. Mm. Um, so then also this refers... I'm going to back up yeah. a little bit. I'm all about the examples. <laughs> oh no. Do you have examples, and maybe not, and that's okay, mm -hmm. but do you have examples of spiritual beliefs not being respected versus being challenged? Mm -hmm. Well, when I think about being challenged, I think um, like uh, if, you know, someone's challenging how you see God, um, mm -hmm. is, is he angry or is he good? Mm -hmm. um, so that's like maybe challenging mm -hmm. um, a belief you have about God, um, your relationship with him. If you are expressing maybe like a conviction like, I don't want to drink alcohol because I feel convicted about that. Um, and someone's like, well, that's ridiculous. How could, why would you, don't you want to have fun? You know, like yeah, stuff like that. That's disrespectful. Right, that would yeah. be disrespectful. Um, and there are, like, leveling, like, degrees of this. I think mm -hmm. people can be even more harsh than that when they think about someone's convictions or beliefs. Sure. Um, but that's just one example that's that comes one. to mind. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you. Yes. Keep going. <laughs> you are so welcome. <laughs> All right. Another one is, um, this refers to if spiritual religious ideas are forced upon you. Mm -hmm. um, like, I kind of think of, like, if a belief uh, or, like, a doctrine or whatever is just, like, shoved down your throat and you have to believe this or else you're not a good Christian or you're not a good whatever faith you believe in. Um, I think that that, I think that's really disrespecting um, you and... Mm -hmm your boundary maybe and yeah think something like, to watch out for it's like spiritual abuse then yeah that would be spiritual abuse using mm -hmm. god and the bible to manipulate someone to get what they want and yeah. control so yeah setting that spiritual boundary can help um not be abused spiritual yes abuse. yeah and we actually see that a lot mm -hmm. in the counseling setting where people oh, are like well right. i thought this scripture meant this because that's how my dad said it mm -hmm. or i thought god was angry because this is how my god or this is how my dad demonstrated mm -hmm. this scripture mm -hmm. yeah um, it really breaks my heart when i have people come in that where scripture has been used as a weapon Ugh. against them to like get yeah. them to do certain stuff and it's like that's not jesus that's not his heart what yeah. in the world yeah. yeah well so one example of that would be like the the bible is all about balance um and so like i love ben our supervisor says this that um you know if a verse gets expressed like children obey your parents and that gets used over and over mm -hmm. and over again like out of the ten commandments um you know then it's kind of hard to know what being treated well looks like for a child mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. but there's another verse there's two verses in the new testament that paul says fathers do not exasperate your children mm -hmm. um, do not provoke them to anger mm -hmm. so you know there's there is uh, a balance here there's a standard for both parties for yeah. the parents and for the children it's an equal respect absolutely mm -hmm. um, I think even like uh, 
women submit to your husbands, well, what comes before that? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right? It's, <laughs> Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. It's husbands, yeah. love your wives as Christ loved the church. Yeah. That's a high call. As Christ loved the church. That mm-hmm. one gets me when one is focused on submit to your husbands. and Because when yeah. a husband is loving his wife as Christ loved the church, mm-hmm. it will be very easy and natural for her to submit to him. Yeah. <laughs> And because it's safe, it's yeah. safe and good to submit to him and submit not in doormat submit, right. but yeah. just like, it's like, respecting. I'm with you on this and I respect you and like, let's do this together. And yeah, mm. yeah. It's not like you yeah. are just voiceless. No. Yeah. 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 No. And if a husband loves you, that. Yeah. he'll take everything you're saying in consideration. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would be a cool episode for us to even do just like what so. the relationship between mm. husband and wife, what a healthy one looks like. Yeah. yeah. That one breaks my heart because I've had wives come in and say like, but I need to submit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> no, you need to submitting. unpack this and yeah. talk about yeah. the balance here yeah. and mm-hmm. what your husband is called to as well. And what are you submitting to? Because ultimately you still need to submit to Christ overall. Mm-hmm. And if submitting to your husband means not submitting to Christ because your husband is leading you to believe that you are worthless and Christ is mm-hmm. commanding you to believe that you are worthy and mm-hmm. loved through him mm-hmm. then it's wrong to submit to your husband and yeah that's a really really black and white statement i get that but yeah um yeah we'll unpack it another that's day where, i'm sure yeah, but that one can get misused and abused a lot yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 so grace i have to drop this one on you are you saying that um the bible brings balance to the force <laughs> National Counselor Exam book. Oh, tell right. me, I've been studying I have, but like not clearly okay. enough. Okay. Not enough. Do they talk about the Bible and the force? No, <laughs> no, no, no. What are we talking about? Grace was saying how in the Bible it brings balance because it has this verse about children on it, respect your parents, but okay. then it balances. So <laughs> Grace you know. is crying over here. <laughs> Does the Bible talk about the force? <laughs> Exactly know how you said that. The Jedi books in the in the Jedi Temple is actually the Bible, oh guys. <laughs> actually I'm sorry. I don't know if I can continue. <laughs> we need to watch some Star Wars together. I guess so. Okay. It's I just a thing that's now. said. I'm just connecting the Bible and Star Wars. And just, okay, forget it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> First of all, I've been studying for too long for any jokes at this point. <laughs> Everything is serious. Oh, poor goodness. <laughs> need to be more vanilla, Wendy. <laughs> oh, okay. If Alfred Adler okay. didn't say it, I wow. want to hear it. That's My it. eyes are so teary right now. I was like, what is the Bible talk about? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing good. We're taking a laughing break in the studio right oh. now. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Candace. Ooh, okay. It's okay. I promise it's not because it's <laughs> dumb that you said it. It's just really funny. No! It's all good. Ooh. I just assumed you were a Star Wars fan, too. Probably because of Caleb. Yeah. Caleb is, is Caleb? a big fan. Okay. Caleb's probably laughing at me as he <laughs> <laughs> is right now. He's, like, saying all the mean things, like, Candace, come on. Come on, Candace. <laughs> okay. So, Anyways. But it is about balance. And, yeah. And that the Bible brings balance. 
not well, to look for. So you had one more point, I yeah. think, Grace. Well, and I would just boundaries. add to that balance. It's like, and my husband and I have talked about this. It's not necessarily that the the Bible, it does bring balance for us as humans, but it's always pointing to what being Christ-like is. Yeah. So being like Christ is being balanced. Yeah. Like, that's the important yeah. thing there. Mm-hmm. That's the root of the, the yeah. basis. Yeah. Good. Another point of uh, spiritual and religious boundaries refers to if spiritual religious ideas bypass or minimize emotional concerns or physical concerns. Mm-hmm. So I've heard so many times that I didn't go to the doctors because um, I, you know, God was going to heal this. Um, hmm. I didn't want to share this because it wasn't okay to share this emotional concern because that's not spiritually okay, mm-hmm. right? That that breaks my heart too, yeah. where it's like, I don't know, it's just a very uh, mythical way to live mm-hmm. or like, I don't know, but it's just, that's not the heart of scripture. Can we post that picture of spiritual bypassing versus mm-hmm. uh, spiritual truth or whatever? Emotional that, health. Yeah, yeah, emotional health. Put that in yeah. the show notes. Um, in the show notes or on our Instagram on this episode yeah. airs um yeah i think that we're would gonna, be great we're gonna put that it talks well not doesn't really talk about it but gives examples of spiritual bypassing and i love it it's hanging in my office i don't know if jean put it there or if you put it there i put it i love it comes from dr allison cook please go follow her she's amazing <laughs> um she's a, a christian and she posts a lot of stuff on psychology and emotional health and what it means to have a biblical emotional healthy outlook um but i I saw that when she posted it and I printed it out immediately and mm-hmm. put it in everyone's little mailboxes mm-hmm. in her office. So I think then Jean put it on her filing cabinet or something. So it's a good reminder. We'll have to post that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a difference between <laughs> emotional health, biblical emotional health, and spiritually bypassing. Yeah. And we need to know that sometimes. Yeah. So boundaries are really hard and anxiety inducing. I wonder what we can do to reduce anxiety in those situations. Grace. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think that for a lot of the people I work with, the number one thing that they say is like, that's too hard. That's so mean. I feel so uncomfortable setting that boundary, even when it's good for them. Mm-hmm. So there's just so much anxiety around it. Um, and it is breaking out of those roles we mentioned. It is breaking out of familiar patterns for yourself. So like, we're creatures of comfort. We, mm-hmm. but we have a hard time breaking out of our comfort zones, even if it's hurting us. So I just want to normalize that. And we said this in the first uh, Boundaries episode too, is that it is really hard. Mm-hmm. But there are some things you can do to reduce your anxiety take inventory of your body like from head to toes and take inventory of what your body is feeling when you're not setting boundaries mm-hmm. um do your shoulders feel tense are you getting more headaches the more you do and do and do for other people um is your stomach tight or nauseous or tense yeah do you feel like restlessness in your legs do you feel your hands are pins and needles if you're feeling all of that in your body that is an indicator that you're doing things that are ultimately unhelpful and harming you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then, yes, you're going to feel some anxiety as well setting a boundary, but when you do and afterwards, take inventory of what your body feels after. Do you feel a little more relief? Mm. Do you feel a little lighter? Um, I know that I don't always feel super great. I still feel a little tight when I set a boundary, but I usually feel 
um, more relief um, mm -hmm. and I usually feel less tense um, so my body is not like manifesting all these physical symptoms because I'm taking care of myself yeah um, and so how can we do that what are some ways we can reduce the anxiety that we feel from head to toes um, some grounding techniques we've talked about mm -hmm. those before in previous episodes yeah. so that would be like five senses mm -hmm. what are five things I see right now what are four things I hear what are three things that I can touch or feel um, what are two things I can smell and one thing I can taste you do not have to go in that order mm -hmm. I think that's the easiest order to go into mm -hmm. but um, um, but yeah so there's some ways you can ground yourself take a let your brain take a breather and then actually kind of connect to the logic, like I do need to set this boundary. Yeah. And this is what's good for me. Mm -hmm. I think those are really good things to keep in mind. And once we've been able to ground ourselves, bring ourselves back to earth, then we're almost capable yeah. of mm -hmm. um, tackling the situation at hand. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. less of that fight, flight, freeze mode. Mm -hmm. It's I can actually be present with what I need. Absolutely. And I can act and operate out of that. Yeah. So, but sometimes we do need some self-talk too. That's some grounding exercise there. But mm -hmm. Candace, can you tell us a little bit about some self-talk that we could do? Yeah, I think some helpful self-talk things, some things to keep in mind in the moment would be remembering like little phrases. So we're going to give you a couple right now. One that I know that we even use in the counseling mm -hmm. world is not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> If you've worked with me, you have heard me say that so many times. Oh, I think yeah. I heard it first from Lisa Hurst. Yeah. When she was working. She had the little picture up. And I was like, mm -hmm. that's amazing. She, when one of our admins worked, uh, Lisa Hurst worked here a little bit ago, and um, she actually kept that when she left. She let us, or she let us keep that oh. little picture. Where is it now? I think it's in the, like, I think it's still, still the up office. there. Yeah, in the office. Yeah, that's not a good my one. circus, not my monkeys. Yeah, and that's kind of like just turn and walk away. Yeah, like this is not mine to deal with. Yeah, walking mm -hmm. away, not mine to absorb, not mine. I'm not responsible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't have to suck in other people's drama, other people's emotions. Yeah, because sometimes they, it is your circus and they are your monkeys. Yeah, and mm -hmm. you're gonna need that energy and that brain space to to deal with your monkeys when you need to. Mm -hmm. Other times it is not your circus and they're not your monkeys and you walk away. Actual mm -hmm. monkeys. Actual monkeys. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. <laughs> For real monkeys. Yeah. For real monkeys. I'm sure it feels that way when there's a lot of drama. <laughs> oh, no, monkeys. Monkey monkeys. <laughs> um, another one that you might use is putting on your friend cap. So mm. basically what that means is what would you tell a friend if they were in the same situation? I feel like very frequently we're a lot harder on ourselves oh, than yeah. we are on like the people that we love in our lives. Mm -hmm. So think through what would you tell a friend to do in this yeah. situation? Would you allow a friend to be this boundaryless? Oh too? yeah. Mm -hmm. Great question. So another one that kind of goes with the not my circus, not my monkeys idea is remind yourself I am not responsible mm -hmm. for this. Mm -hmm. Earlier in this um, in this podcast, we talked about defining what a healthy friend or spouse or you looks like. Mm -hmm. So when you define that, you're able to define what you are and are not responsible for. Yep. So remind yourself of those boundaries. What am I responsible for? What am I not responsible for? Yeah, that sort of thing. 
And the last one we're gonna give you today is just remind yourself that it is okay and good to set this boundary. This is you taking care of you and respecting yourself and the relationship in front of you. Mm -hmm. So it's super good and okay to do that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times you're doing it to preserve the relationship. Yes. Yeah. Not to damage the relationship. Yeah, mm -hmm. we can't stress that enough. Yeah. It's a good way to reframe, I think, the anxiety that yeah. comes around setting a boundary. This is for the relationship's good. Mm -hmm. not to take away yeah. yeah it's really hard to communicate boundaries though grace what would you what are some tips that you have about communicating and letting someone know what that boundary is mm -hmm. yeah so i think the first thing is to express your intention in your heart mm -hmm. a lot of times in the counseling setting i will get someone that's like i just i don't want to hurt them um, I don't want them to feel like I don't want to listen to them or mm -hmm. something. I'm like, what? I think that's okay to tell them mm -hmm. that. I think that's fair. Um, and so express your intention and your heart. So an example would be, I want to listen to you. I can tell you're upset. You know, like I want to be there for you. Mm -hmm. Next, express your needs or your need. Um, so an example would be, but I need to go to bed. So I can, I want to listen to you. I can tell you're upset, but I do need to go to bed. Mm -hmm. That's your need there. Um, and then express a plan. Example would be, but maybe we can grab lunch tomorrow. So mm -hmm. that, that whole it together is I want to listen to you. I can tell you're upset, but I need to go to bed, but maybe we can grab lunch tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Right? So you're expressing that you want to maintain this relationship, mm -hmm. but you can't do it right there in that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is just a kind of a guideline. This might not be the most accurate to all forms of boundaries you have to set, but it is kind of a nice little map. Your one example that you used earlier, Grace, was about, um, I cannot meet. meet your emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And then you walked away and there wasn't a plan. No. There wasn't a, hey, let's grab lunch tomorrow and talk about it further. Because in that relationship, you we're not having that kind of contact with them yeah so there are different ways to do this this mm -hmm. is an example for maybe a friend relationship maybe like a little bit of a one-way street relationship mm -hmm. um yeah maybe something that's not quite as um, drastic as i was mentioning earlier mm -hmm. um, but if i wanted to use this model for that earlier i would have said like my intention my heart is i love you and i want to maintain this relationship I cannot meet your emotional needs, mm -hmm. um, but I'll be around, you know, two weeks from now, we can uh, get some coffee or something, mm -hmm. right? And we'll talk about some things that are light and surfacey mm -hmm. and expressing that. Mm -hmm. So one thing I will also just um, let you guys know is remember you don't owe a ton of details or you mm -hmm. don't need to justify your no or That's not good yet. to keep in mind. Yeah. yeah. Because and on the flip side, yeah. if you are receiving the boundary, mm. you do not need all of the details and mm -hmm. the reasons why. Right. Mm -hmm. They don't they don't owe you that. Yeah. You don't. don't owe an explanation and you are not owed an explanation. Mm -hmm. um, so an example that I would give with this is um, long, long ago. <laughs> in my youth <laughs> <laughs> i worked at a coffee shop actually it was the new holland coffee company but it was mm -hmm. when it was tiny now it's the like tiny one. it's big and trendy i and like the tiny one i know it was homey it i like the big one too but it's 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 like different seasons different yes. things for different seasons yes um and it was just so much fun. Being a barista was like one of my favorite jobs. Oh my word, hands down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he was it. a barista there too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, we'll get you on board, Candice. Yeah. yeah. Let's get it. Go we can get an espresso shop. machine here and teach you how to make lattes. Well, I can be a part-time. <laughs> on your dime? <laughs> yes, please. We can talk to Ben. Okay. Ben See what we can do. Machine. Yeah. Anyways, when I worked there, a lot of times um, it just happened. Like if you couldn't work a shift or someone else couldn't work a shift, you're trying to get them to replace yours or they were trying to get you to replace theirs. I needed someone to cover a shift for me and no one was saying yes. It was one of those moments. Um, and I got so frustrated. I was like, people are just saying no and they're not telling me why. Um, and one of my friends, she, it was just a very wise thing and, and I will never forget it. She was like, well, they don't owe you an explanation. They don't owe you that at all. It just really hit me, and I was like, yeah, they don't owe me anything. Mm -hmm. They're just allowed to say no, and that's it. Mm -hmm. They don't have to make sure I understand. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was good. Sometimes when I, when someone just tells me no, and that's the answer, it conveys, uh, like, almost a level of respect and security and identity mm. to me like that's mm -hmm. how i perceive it that yeah. i'm confident in my no my mm -hmm. answer is no mm -hmm. and i don't feel like i need to give you all the details yeah but when someone um you ask them to do something and i hear no i'm so sorry because and then there's a whole big explanation it makes me really uncomfortable because i'm like yeah. i don't I don't need like, that. Why? Why? Why do you feel like you have to yeah. explain yourself to me? Like, do mm. you feel like I'm going to be upset at you yeah. because you say no? Yeah. Like, you're allowed to just say no. Please yeah. just, you know, so I almost feel like when someone is boundary with me in that and just, no, I'm really sorry. It doesn't work for me tonight. Maybe next time. Let me know again. I want to, but I can't now. Right. Um, like okay sweet awesome like yeah. we have that kind of relationship where we yeah. can do that it's concrete yeah, yeah. and yeah. secure and yeah, yeah. and um feels more rather insecure than when it's over explained yeah to yeah. me it does anyway yeah. and it makes makes me like uncomfortable like what like do you feel like I like yeah. hate you that you have to explain yourself so much or like, that I won't understand yeah. and, and I'm mad at you for saying no maybe that has been the case for them and that's yeah. why it's created yeah. but when you define what a healthy relationship is like Candace was saying earlier and you know that that person is a healthy relationship mm -hmm. they will nine times out of ten I would love to say ten times out of ten <laughs> but I'm leaving margin There's for human yeah. imperfection yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they will understand or they will try to understand because mm -hmm. they care about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then kind of going off of that, if it's an unhealthy relationship, you don't owe the details besides bare minimum. Like, mm -hmm. you don't owe the details at all, really, like we were saying, but especially if it's an unhealthy relationship. Um, because that can be used as ammunition against mm -hmm. you. That can be people will invalidate. They, you know, if they're not healthy, they're not going to care. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting because I almost perceive oversharing of details as unhealthy. Mm. And like you're saying, if it's an unhealthy relationship, you don't owe details besides the bare minimum. And I almost experience the bare minimum as healthy. Healthy. I would say that and I, it's correct it's both. what you're saying. Yeah. 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 I think it's both because if you're in an unhealthy relationship with someone, you do not owe them and it's okay to just keep it bare. Mm -hmm. If you're in a healthy relationship with someone, you do not owe them and mm -hmm. it's okay to keep it bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because there's security in the relationship mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. 
there's hopefully an understanding that if I say no, you're still going to love me and accept me and yeah. you're going to be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. <laughs> and, and again, we acknowledge that this is all really hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we're not, we're not sugarcoating what is healthy and, and we're not shying away from, I think what would be helpful for an individual person, but we recognize that this is tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully sure. you find this helpful and you can chew on it and, use it in your life. Yeah. Love to see um, those more secure relationships and you stepping away from really what's not respect for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is fun, guys. Yeah, yeah. it's always fun to yeah, get I'm going to be reflecting chat. on that Star Wars. <laughs> oh my goodness. So much. I can't wait to tell Tarek about that. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, wow. We have a ton of fun here, ladies. We do. I really enjoy doing this. Whether or not people actually listen to our podcast, (laughs) I really just enjoy recording. We're getting a lot out of it. Yeah. Um, It's fun. Yeah. Well, as always, if you want to get in touch, uh, email us, thewholemindpodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram at thewholemindpodcast. Message us if you have any questions, if you want want to hear anything from us in the future, any uh, specific topics. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all for us today. Yeah. Have a great day. Remember to set your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Remember that you are loved. Yes. And wanted here and worthy of respect. We hope to hear from you and hope you can hear from us soon. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Ta-ta. Bye-bye.